and I'm your host, Brian, and I'm here with my man, Fish. Hello, I'm fired up. Good. And Frank. Yo, yo, yo. Are you fired, fired up? up? Fired up. Good. We like fire. We like the fact that our fans are out there emailing us at the Eaton Heart Pod at gmail.com. We got a great, we got a great uh, letter from one of the fans uh, today, Frank, and he is going to lead us into this uh, conversation. The ocean of, I don't even know what I'm going to say. Frank, I'll leave it up to you. Yes. So I received an email that we can review from one of the original. I don't know if we ever used it or not. I don't think we did, but. But it's a podcast hosting thing. So it's not a fan. It's not a fan per se. Maybe it's Who a knows? fan. Maybe somebody who works there is a fan. But, um, Maybe they're upset that we left them. Well, we've been doing the lists, and I think people have uh, enjoyed the lists, but we also were kind of getting tired of the list. So we're like, hmm, what should we do for the podcast? Then I received this email. Ten ways to improve your podcast content. This is what we need. A list to improve our content. It's so meta. It's it's a Russian stacking doll of Big Brother. It's great, too, because as I've been skimming it, all the people that they reference are just people who have podcasts about making podcasts. Oh, that's, yeah. some, that's a thing? Genius. Genius. I guess so. All but, right. Uh, Let's get right should, into it. Should yeah. I read any of the blurb? It's kind of stupid. Should I just start with one? Eh. Start with one. Start with one. Doesn't sound necessary. Number one, keep listening to a lot of other podcasts. <laughs> oh, give me a fucking break. Yeah. And then you just become them. Yeah. I guess. All right. Listen to Joe Rogan. Well, then you could yeah. become like there's like a podcast where like a guy commenting on the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm sure there's zillions of those. It's like the YouTube video of or the, the Steam. I mean, the uh, Twitch. What if we did a podcast where we like reviewed our podcast and maybe that one would be better? I could do that. I could definitely do that one. Yeah, we like should a do a self-referential podcast. Talking hearts. Yeah. Talking heart podcast. Speaking yeah. heart. <laughs> Speaking heart. See, they quote, they quote Bradley Denham. These names sound fake, by the Bradley way. I've seen some of the other- That's like a bullshit <laughs> quote- Walmart jeans brand. Bradley Denham. George. Well, he says... Call George, he's pissed. Well, the beginning of the blur of that blurb says, now that you're a bona fide podcaster, you might find yourself with a little less time to tune into other shows you love. After all, you're busy running your own pod, right? <laughs> Wrong. All right, Denim. Shut <laughs> up. What makes you bona fide? At what point are you bona fide? You have well, like no. a, a mic set up and you're a bona fide guy? No, Bradley Denim's quote is, listen to other podcasts like a lot of them is also a great way to mine for inspiration. Yeah, steal other people's ideas. He's the creator. Yeah, exactly. He's a creator of Record Edit Podcast, which just sounds horrific. All right, go to number two. So number two, two <laughs> is stupid too. But this is kind of what we do, but it's think back to the stories your family has told you. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, I got a yeah. good story. Do you want to tell it now or should we finish them? 
the, no, the story that just came to mind is horrible. <laughs> oh, you one. said it was good. I don't know. I, I just All said right. that before I even thought of one. And then, then when I finally thought of one, it was just a story about my, I, I was looking at my grandpa sitting on the couch and I was like, what's that hanging out of his? Oh my God. <laughs> Not much of a family story, but I don't know. Anyway, number, number three. three. <laughs> Go to number three. Number, number three is it's all about curiosity. Mm. Okay, you guys get this? Joe Rogan would agree with that. <laughs> and then they they quote Sue Stockdale, which is a <laughs> great sounds... name. Wait, Sock? Stock? Stock. It's a oh, stock okay. name. I thought it was denim and, sto- and Sock. <laughs> it's a stock, stock photo name. Oh, Johnny Stock photo over here. Thanks, it's a uh... Stock Sue. But it's great. Yeah. Because Sue Stock photo. They said she's an executive coach and the host of Access to Inspiration podcast. But that just says, a sense of curiosity has been key to her success in those roles. But it really came handy back in 1995 when she became the first British woman to ski to the magnetic North Pole. What was she curious about? Has nothing. Well, she was curious before there were podcasts. About what was going on in the North Pole? The magnetic North Pole, yeah. The magnetic North Pole. Oh, fuck the Magnetic North Pole. (laughs) (laughs) Are you about True North or are you about Magnetic North? Which North matters to you? Number four is something we can't really do unless they email us. Look to your audience. Irish guy. Yeah, Irish guy. Our bagpipe fans. Our brothers. Our brothers, our sisters. Shout out to Matt. Significant brothers, Matt, and anybody else named Matt. Um, <laughs> All the to Matthews. Jeff, to our sponsor, Oh, wait, Jeff. They, they, quoted, they quoted a guy named Jay Connor, who's co-host of The Extraordinary Negroes. <laughs> nice. I'm kind of curious about The Extraordinary Negroes. Yeah. What, what, what are they doing? Extraordinary? Especially because his name is Jay Connor. A league? Which doesn't Connors. sound extraordinary or negro like. <laughs> <laughs> Now I am curious. Now we'll I look them curious. up later. What's the, the next black one? Black Irish. Five. Pay attention to criticism. It's mm. kind of the same. That's like the same thing. The oh. same fucking thing. Six, Six. Create space for inspiration to find you. Is I that guess the same as like be curious? <laughs> Yo, we got to slow down. We got to inspire each other. We have There's really to... not much to say about. Yeah. What, what gets you going? What gets you fired up? If, if like what type of like wild game meat are you into eating? It's like a classic Rogan joke. <laughs> no, how long how until I... we talk about crossbows and archery? Or the classic <laughs> Rogan was like Tomahawk. How do edible how does edible marijuana affect you differently than smoking it? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you gotta <laughs> get to the point where like you could be identified with like five like what five things would our podcast be associated with? Who knows after this list? Well, it, I guess create space for inspiration is kind of what we're doing with the lists. Like we're just finding something that we could talk about, even though this list is shit. Yeah. No one even knows uh, the topic before we even start. Yeah, we it's don't. All completely, I don't even know what's about to happen. I can open up a random page right now and read it. Seven leverage. Oh my your god! Skills. You're never gonna guess what page I just opened it up to. Seven. Seven. No, fire. Principle number four. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Fire. Wait. Fire is actually an acronym. If you didn't know, 
Oh. It's been an acronym this whole time. This book is called Never Sleep Alone by Dr. Alex Schiller. <laughs> she is a comedian and she does a dating show since 2011. I don't know what she's up to now. Named Alec? Alex. Oh. It's a lady. Oh, is that the sex with Alex person? No, it's somebody else. Oh. Don't you want to know what the fire... What do you think the acronym is for fire? Fuck. No. In yes. rear end. <laughs> oh, very <laughs> close. This is principle number four. So principle one, two, and three. Principle number four is fuck in rear end. It actually is. Fearless, independent, relaxed, and erotic. That's how you should be. Fearless, independent, relaxed, erotic. Is this Elk a list for Those are the five points. Elk. Actually, I'll, I'll tell a story that's related to the, the original acronym that was made up. Where <laughs> okay, I, I, met somebody, I met somebody <laughs> once that, was, that probably did believe fucking rear end was... Um, Number four rule. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I didn't really meet them, but it was the last day of, uh, it was like the last day of college. It was like bar crawl, and people were just, people like drink during the day. But then at night, people, like, everyone goes home. And then at night, like, some people go back out, but they're just like wasted or tired or whatever. And I never really went to it. So I went, I went back out at night, and like, no one was there. I was just like, I don't remember what I did. I was just like floating around. I was pretty sorry. And then I was walking home. I lived like a few blocks away. Then there was like a crew of girls like on the same route that I was walking. And this this girl, they were like, uh, one of them was just so wasted. And she was in the middle of all her friends. And she was just like, if you fuck a girl in her ass and then the pussy, she will never leave you. And she just kept I, saying that, I, <laughs> like I, screaming I, it in the middle of the street. I don't think that's accurate. I don't, I don't think I was, yeah. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I think it's probably the opposite. And I was like, okay. I took, I remembered the advice, but I can't say that I've seen it used. We do Were not. saying it to you directly? Um, I don't know. She, it was just a drunk. I, I can't remember that part. Cause I Dr. was. Dr. Fauci does not. We were on the street. Behavior. We were in the middle of the street. <laughs> Yeah. Dr. Fauci, if you're going to do that, it's best that you use condoms, obviously. Wash off. But Dr. Switch him. Burke's it reminds also me of our, into it. Our friend, our friend from college who was uh, from another country, somewhere in the Middle East, and the sex education system there might oh, not have been the best. Story. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, just one time he said, if you fuck a girl in the ass, you get AIDS, right? Yes, <laughs> fact. <laughs> We're just, like, you just uh, get it. You just get AIDS. Yeah, like anyway. when you shuffle through papers, you get paper cuts. If you listen to drunk fuck, girl, fuck my oh. list. This this is garbage. No, no, no. Yeah, the well, we were almost done. We're getting ideas. All right, eight. It's just an ad, isn't it? <laughs> Pretty much. This guy's not a fan of ours at all. All right, finish prioritize, it up. Prioritize diversity. Ooh. We're having those guys on. What's that guy's name? Oh, the, the Black Irish Connor yeah. guy? <laughs> the extraordinary <laughs> one. The extraordinary yeah. Black Irish. I would love to have them on the show. All right, that will They're diversify us. You need to diversify Fine. your bonds. You know Little Wayne is Irish? Yeah. He's not. Oh. oh. What the next one? 
my favorite Irish man is um who's your favorite Irish guy? Eddie Murphy. Yeah, let people, definitely. Nah, <laughs> let people guy. share their own stories. <laughs> All right, well, we don't Black have Jew, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, There's but like we a, do that. We share stories. Yeah. There's like a there was a black comedian I that was black Irish from uh old podcast I used to use listen to and his name was Ricardo Flanagan. Wow. Really? That's yeah. insane. He Is must have, I'm gonna look him up. Are we being <laughs> extremely not prioritizing diversity? Today today Jer uh Fish had a had a Japanese uh dinner. How about that? Yeah. yeah. I feel like two Jews on a podcast is pretty Yeah. Pretty diverse. I, I'm enjoying a Caribbean themed drink right now. Oh yeah, what yeah. is that? I'm 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 enjoying a Japanese whiskey at a Japanese meal and I had a Mediterranean meal for lunch. You could I eat had, all around the world. I know. Yeah, I had, I had, or you I use a credit card for lunch, but I got the Thai curry flavor. Ooh, exotic. Ooh. Yeah. Frankie even got a camping meal in a bag, pad Thai in a bag. Oh, yeah. How was that? Oh, really? Did you get it? Oh, I thought you were bringing yeah. the camping. <laughs> well, I wanted to try one first, so I tried that one. But Did it, it, it was good. Like anything? Well, this is the funny part. I was thinking I probably should have tried regular pad Thai before I tried <laughs> the, <pot. laughs> the freeze-dried freeze pad Thai. But it was good. Was it like noodles? It's like noodles and like peanut butter. It's very odd, uh, but it's oh, good. Well, like Thai involves like peanut things, but yeah, yeah there's like peanuts and um, yeah, kind of like a, a dry rub spice and then like noodle stuff. Do you it's add good. water to it? Yeah, you add hot water. Okay. So yeah, I, I, I used I, the whole setup just to try it out. I had Thai like, the other day. It's great. I love that shit. Yeah, I mean, it, this was if this was good, I, I'm sure I'll like the regular version. Yeah, I never had beef stroganoff before, but I feel like I'm going to just try it in a bag at the top of the mountain cooked with a lighter. And if that's okay, then it's probably great. Oh, right? did you buy that one? No, but it, I don't know. Just the word sounds hearty and meaty. Yeah. Stroganoff. Yeah. Sounds yeah. erotic. <laughs> it's like Wellington. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> what? I bought some of those goos today, Fish. Oh, Maybe goo. Stroke yeah. it off. Yeah, they work. The goos work. They're like, they're just energy in a packet. In a goo. Yeah, it's, it's basically like Gatorade in a gel, kind of. It's just like caffeine. calories. It's like extra calories. Yeah. Seemed yeah. cool. They were on sale. Yeah, right. my dad loves that shit. He's like addicted. Would you just give up eating completely if you could just like eat the perfect goo? I don't know. I don't think, I think after some time, you need food. What if you pooped like a deer, guaranteed? You never <laughs> had to wipe again. Guaranteed perfect pellets. To never I like and I never, never eat. crave anything in my stomach. I only crave taste. In my mouth. I, mean, I, yeah. I think if you bad. only are eating goo, eventually you're gonna like <laughs> need some solid because like when you run for like that's what it's for for like runners and stuff. They like sure, they yeah. say when you do a marathon you gotta eat like a solid thing eventually. Yeah, I feel like yeah, you just need bread. Gone. I feel like you just need bread. That's all you need. All these carb carb Nazis. Ah, oh, carbs. 
What's number nine? Are we at number eight? No, we. Are we done? Nine. I think we're up to nine. Share their own oh, so last ten. one. Stop stressing about winning. 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 <laughs> Hashtag winning. Podcast. Podcasting is competitive, guys. But if you're spending all your energy on figuring out how to beat other shows, this is a problem we do not have at all. We don't even advertise. <laughs> <laughs> we are not competitive at all. The, Coronavirus happened, and we just started talking. I believe yeah. in a free, free ecosystem of podcasters. If you want to go and become a bona fide podcaster, go for it. But we're coming for you. But not yet, we're not. Yeah. Not yet. Right now, we're still in like so the Kumbaya era of. of so here's the irony. The irony was that list possibly made this podcast worse. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? Reading, reading it, <laughs> reading it was boring. It was very boring. It maybe it's maybe this it. guy is actually one of our competitors, and he's yeah, they did to it. Stop us with this like bullshit Johnny stock photo tips. Yeah, on how and to his name is up. Johnny Flannel Shirt. Yeah, fuck that guy. No, his name is actually worse than that. His name is Rockwell Felder. <laughs> that's not real, <laughs> Rockwell dude. I swear. <laughs> but that's a made-up name. <laughs> it's gotta be. All these names are made This is a Rockwell fake Felder. <laughs> like I heard some bad names before. He, he's got name. quite a few other uh, things Articles. that we're not going to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a good. Uh, we got to get good, out of that uh, quick. I have a good BDSM rule that's going to help the podcast. <laughs> wait, to, wait, wait! Uh, Hold on. One last what? thing. This is an article by. This is an article by Rockwell Felder. <laughs> 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 how Bradley Denham taught himself to be a podcast pro. Who has to teach you that? I don't know, but it's Bradley, great. He brought Bradley he Denham brought Bradley Denham back in the mix. This show is brought to you by Bradley Denham. Go check out his podcast. Yeah. It's probably great. It does sound like a color. Sounds like a jean. Like Bradley yeah, a Crayola Denham. color. Yeah, it's like a yeah, paint. Bradley Denham. A paint job. <laughs> oh God. I don't think Bradley nothing Denim. came up when I typed in Bradley Denham. He's fake. He's a fucking patsy. There's He's a the cover. He's just it's just trying right, to divert our attention. He's a potsy. He's a potsy. Want to hear the BDSM rule? Oh, there is good. one. Denim and Boots podcast. Oh bullshit. That's a stupid. All right. We are yeah, nice let's hear podcast. the BDSM. I don't know much about BDSM, so is this, is this rule four? No, this is rule one. BDSM rule one. Oh, oh wait. Sorry. So is BDSM its own section? Or oh, this BDSM is number- isn't even what I thought BDSM is. It has a different meaning in this case. Is this from that book? Or is this a different yes, list Yes, this is from together? this book. So this is the okay. book about not sleeping alone. Interesting. Well, well, BDSM in this case stands for be direct and seem mysterious. In order to be direct and seem mysterious, you have to follow the six rules. Rule number one, always remember to lie. <laughs> but I lie, guess. lie is an acronym. It's not lying. Lie so, okay. stands for leverage interesting experiences. Wait, so Think about new experiences. You've- and an acronym in an acronym. I'm thinking about 
like trying to remember all these acronyms how you'll just never get laid ever you're just thinking of acronyms yeah because acronyms the, and lists. the five rules of bdsm there's the, no, there's wait there's six rules rule number one is lie rule number two is adt <laughs> Rule number three is LT3. Rule number four is SSL. And rule number five is smile. And the most important rule, rule number six, is STFU. Okay. That one I've heard of. <laughs> I've heard of that one. But it might not be the STFU you're thinking of. Yeah, I assume it's not. Wait, did you say fire as one of those convoluted rules? convoluted list. Did no, they think STFU be- does stand for shut the fuck up. That one, that, that is true. I it's written on five different pages. It's a five-page book. No, this is a full-sized novel. But why do they feel the need to put it in acronyms? All right. So you, you want to go into any of, of them? the moment, but you're being tested on this. So like, is- when I'm in the heat of the moment, I'm going to be like, all right, lie. But don't lie. It stands for... Leverage interesting experiences. Think about new experiences you've had recently. Decide which of those new experiences are actually interesting. Okay, go. Podcast. You do anything interesting recently? I don't know. Good question. I mean, we talked, we talked nothing about was it. open for months, so uh, hmm. we made a podcast. That's pretty much yeah. it. Had a first kiss. It might be, might be your last. Yeah, you might die. You might die. <laughs> that's, an, that's interesting, I guess. Uh, I got called out couple of times but that wasn't that exciting uh what else happened recently oh yeah i got called out being a conspiracy theorist by her work no in our in our our secret society oh yeah (laughs) yeah and then you were absolutely right (laughs) i'm fucking pissed about it i'm pissed Wait, I feel like I, I had an excellent point and I'm exactly. being yelled at for being like a maniac or I'm just like feel like everything is pretty out in the open but anyway. We're referring to the recent tragic Beirut explosion which happened the other day. But we don't want to get into politics. That's got to be one of the Yeah, is it even politics? I'm not sure. Everything. Oh, matter. I guess your theory might be. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Rule number two, ask, don't tell. ASL. Okay. Oh, no. That's ADT. ADT. ADT, like the security company. Yeah. Rule and, number three, yeah. less than three. Whenever someone asks you something about yourself, limit your response to less than three sentences. End every response by asking the other person another question about themselves. Easy. So just got to be mysterious. You want to be, you want to be Austin Powers. That's my thesis. <laughs> I don't think in sentences though. Explain. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like, oh, I don't yeah, know where a period. About I don't know where a period happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you thinking about punctuation happens. when you're talking? No. <laughs> not at all. I like forgot a comma in my last sentence. Whoops. I wouldn't even know how to punctuate the way I speak because I speak weird. Period. <laughs> or a comma. I thought or you meant comma, for. Yeah. I was taking it as like when you're talking to the girl, you're like, I don't know how a period happens, meaning like administration. <laughs> <laughs> like that shouldn't be your answer. Leverage interesting experiences, period. I don't know. 
past. I feel like the last time I went on a date, I wouldn't shut the hell up. No, no. I mean, it makes sense. Those all, they all made sense. I just, the acronyms were weird. He's like, oh, yeah. What did you do today? I had Japanese food. I had a Japanese drink. And I spoke to the cable guy. (laughs) The end. Now you. Oh, it's hard. Now you. What did you do today? I made a Caribbean Wait, drink. What was the end of that sentence? End every. Oh, like it's tip. With... Yeah. It said, "Yeah, whenever you, whenever someone's asked you about yourself, limit your response to less than three sentences. End every response by asking the other person another question about themselves." Oh, okay. I think you just want to be mysterious. You yeah. Want it to be intriguing. What Never about put your you? cards on the table. Oh, rule right. number four, I think, is a good one. Let's see if we break it. I thought rule number four was fire. That's principle number four. Oh, jeez. <laughs> all these lists and rules and, like, paragraphs and indentations and margins, double-spaced. Is what do they call it? The, the MLA, the MLA format? Oh, fuck them. Oh, my who, God. Who are like, they? The something bullshit. of language arts? What's M stand for? The bibliography the Nazis? Masters. Yeah. Bibliographies. That, as a kid, I feel like gets no respect. Yeah, that was bad. Like Getting when you points did a off for a report. shit bibliography. And it was like when the internet was in its very young days, oh, yeah, slash, we weren't even using the internet and we had to write bibliographies. It was like the worst thing. And then when you get to college, they're like, fuck MLA. It's all Chicago style now. Oh, you did Chicago style? I don't Chattel even know that. Style? Oh, man. What they that do in Chicago? <laughs> it was like almost the exact same thing. It's got to be close. Different. Yeah. How many ways can you do that? <laughs> to write yeah, the book? Can- write down a book that you looked up a fact in not that many (laughs) i just like that we did reports like in middle school and it was like oh you have to use a book as a reference and it's like why would i use a book when i could use the internet you want me to like just go get a book and write the name of the book in the back of this thing you know in chicago style like all right fine unbelievable i would do i would just pick a book about it not yeah, in really. seventh grade, I did a uh, my report was on the hydrogen bomb. <laughs> Classic seventh grade book report topic. When I was in eighth grade, we had to do a project, a book report about. Oh, it had to be a biography or an autobiography, and then we had to take the person and like give them an award and say who's giving them the reward. Oh no, the person who the book is about had to give someone a reward. So I was reading the autobiography of Malcolm X and then I said, I only read the first chapter though. So then I I said uh, that he was giving a teddy bear to his dad for giving him a shitty childhood because if he didn't have a shitty childhood, he might not be the person that he is today. And then my teacher was like, you can't do that because his dad is dead. And I was like, Malcolm X is dead too. <laughs> yeah. I don't get that reason by your teacher. That's a ridiculous. Not that it was a good, not that what you were saying was I good. But... everybody did someone who was dead pretty much. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't have a 
if you're having a biography about you, there's a good chance you're dead now. Dead. That's like yeah. Women's History Month. We had to do a book report on a famous lady. I did the same one every year until that excitement was not a thing anymore. <laughs> Krista McAuliffe. May oh, she I don't rest even in know peace. That one. I believe she was the first female astronaut, or she was she was a female astronaut who died on the Challenger, I believe. Oh, that's not the first. Sally Ride, I was gonna right. say. I think, I think she first. was probably just she because yeah. she died. The one of the Challenger ones that died was a teacher. I know that. Yeah, that she was problem. like I did that book report a hundred times. You think I'd remember it? <laughs> that was great. Yeah, they were, in every the grade book. you had to do like a an af, um Black History Month uh, report. Yeah, Chris McAuliffe and, was a teacher too. Yeah, no, that's who it is. Yeah, yeah. Sally Rye wasn't a teacher. Yeah, nineteen eighty six. Eighty six. It blew up. It was like the second they launched it. It just. Yeah. Wow. Devastating. Speaking of which, Elon Musk Elon had a big, Musk. Uh, big win the other day. Did you see that? Unbelievable. He flew. Um, a, he he hopped a grain silo. It looks like. With what? You know, like uh, next to a like if you picture a quintessential barn. <laughs> I know you what you're talking barn about. The and you have the, the grain silo. So basically, it looks like a grain silo, and SpaceX made it like launch, like not launch, like kind of like lift off the ground fly into the air, and then land again back on his feet. Oh, the grain silo launched? Basically. It's like the shape of a grain silo. That's it's just insane. like a ridiculous, just like a giant is, cylinder. Just is it supposed to be – are they claiming it will bring grain to Mars? <laughs> I don't think so. Was that part of the boring company? Where I don't think so. The most no, fun shit? Is, well, that's probably part of uh, – It's all part of those. No, the boring the company is to bore holes in the earth. Oh, Everybody yeah. wants a hole. <laughs> You're right. I totally didn't put that together. It's a boring company. Speaking about boring, and we, earlier we were talking about cables. Is that one of the acronyms? What, boring. being boring? Definitely not. Right now I'm looking at the back of the book, and this book, I guess, sold the fuck out of me with these great, like, just great copy. The back of the book, bold, says, tomorrow your genitals could turn to dust. <laughs> Don't waste the best years of your life being fearful and mediocre. It's time to overcome your inhibitions, transform your existence, and become the exceptional individual you are meant to be. And I give it to her. It worked. It worked. I got laid so much that I hung it up for good. What? I said it worked and it worked. It worked. It worked to get you to buy it and then the book worked. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Everything is a list and a list these days. It's all turtles all the way down. All so what's, um, turtles. Number what's five. Boring? Oh, number five? <laughs> oh, he was going to say it was something that was boring. Oh, no, oh yeah. Okay. Number five. Oh, this one I wanted to see if we could keep it. Rule number four. Stop saying like. You must eliminate the improper use of the word like from your speech patterns. Okay. Like that's is like, a defining characteristic of the mediocre majority. Yeah, that's a good rule in general. That's a great rule. I wonder if it we can keep rule. it. No, yeah, it's hard to do. But you notice when someone does it a lot, it's, I'm like, this person. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I just said it, but some people Sometimes do it way too much. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know do anything else. All the time. Yeah. 
Same with no. any word. If so, you notice someone says the same word all the time, it bothers you. Yeah. I feel like it's like, I don't know if it's a common thing, but like the, the adjective of the week, you know, like if you go, this is dope. And then dope becomes the adjective of the week. And then it gets overused. And then it's like, oh, this is sick. And then it becomes like the, my next door neighbor across the street, famously his like adjective of the week once, which we still reference was like nasty. I mean, time we, we never heard it. And it's fun when you hear a new group's like adjective of the week, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, oh, like, well, I can't believe you guys like say that. Nasty. Yeah, when you hear a new one and, and you just think, wow, like, it just sounds out of place. Exactly. But yeah. it's always a word. It always but means get the it. same thing. Yeah, it's just like another word for good. Yeah. Remember we had a, in college, we had an argument about the word whack about how oh. some people said it only means bad and you were saying that like it could mean wacky <laughs> oh shit's wacky yeah wacky that reminds some... me of my other <laughs> thesis i had in college it was like a it was a whole diverse thesis this is diversity but we'll get to it in the second half get to it now oh yeah sure we have we have six minutes before we go into our sponsors okay so did you know or this is my thesis there is a difference between talking smack and talking trash. Yeah. Smack talk I, and I've trash talk are different. And my thought was how, like, as an as a uneducated white man, I didn't realize this. I thought it was the same concept. So when I would hear it referred to, I would associate it with the same thing. No, I've I were, heard the difference if before. If I were in the know, you know. And they use one or the other. I would know better what was happening because it's a different, different context, a different meaning. Which but is I didn't worse? Know. I'm gonna guess trash is worse. So it's like talking yes. trash. I think talking trash is when you're just, you know, just saying shit. Like, but then talking smack is when like you're proving that you like you deserve to be able to talk the smack. Talking mm. trash, you you could just be some fool saying stuff that you have no authority to say. Oh, so you have a different, like, angle on it. I'm thinking more (laughs) of, like, the Wilder Valderrama, your mama scenario, which everybody (laughs) knows and loves. We know everybody out there is a huge fan of uh, Wilder Valder, his great work. That's Mac? No, so my take on it was trash talk is, like, making fun of somebody or, like, kind of talking bad about them, like, Oh, you're yeah. a shitty person or whatever. Shitty example. Trash. Your example. mother. Smack talk is more of like that. You. Like your mom is so fat. You know, just like uh, general psych out is like smack talk. I thought smack was like more real and Maybe. trash was more nonsense. Well, I'm not, I don't know who's right or wrong in this. Does, do we have like a college professor that can uh, define this? Smack and trash talking? I'm more of a fan of smack talk. I feel like trash talk is uncalled for. Psychological warfare. It is funny when you bring that up. How many levels below smack talk is being a smart Alec? Smart Alec. (laughs) Or talking back. Or being fresh. Oh, I hate that. Being fresh. I hated that statement. Oh, my God. If I could go back in time and, like, we defunded the police. If somebody said to me, like, don't be fresh with me, young man. Oh, man. Oh, I'll show you fresh. I'm fresh out the box. Yeah, stop looking. Watch. 
Ready yet? Red, get I, set. What is that? All that. <laughs> All that. Yeah. Yes, Franking. Oh no, this is kind of a random thought, I guess. But I worked with this like teenage black kid at one point, and I would always talk to him about his day because he always had funny things to say about school or whatever. But a lot of times he would show up to work like he'd always show up after me, and then I'd be like, "Yo, what's up?" And he'd be like. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> and I'd be like, why are you mad? And then it would always be like some girl, some girl from high school or some shit. Classic. But that's like forever stuck in my head now. Like sometimes I'll just be driving and I'll just go, I'm mad. I like the concept of being mad. I recently was thinking about this. Like the idea of being a mad man or a mad scientist. <laughs> yeah. He's gone mad. As a kid, I'm I thought mad. it meant like angry. But it's not really angry. No. Mad. You know, I once said to my uncle, I'm so mad. And he's like, no, you're not. Dog is mad. And I was like, what does that mean? I never got to the bottom of it. Yeah, I don't know if I understand that either. Because a mad scientist is generally not angry. He's usually, like, passionate. He's, like, inspired. He's curious. We should all aspire to be mad scientists. Yeah, a mad man is not angry. He's just, like... Um, if you're just like that guy's mad, you're like, oh, he's a dick. But like yeah. a mad man but if you're like, is a but different if you're thing. Like, that guy's mad. <laughs> he's a mad man. <laughs> you're mad. I think it's like maybe you've like completely like lost control of your like passions, perhaps. I feel like when you well, become in England, mad, they say, it's like, and like uh, the British use mad in a di- in that way, and we don't. Like becoming obsessive with something, I guess. Or just like crazy, right? They go, yeah, oh, mad, he's yeah. mad. It seems to be like being a maniac. He's mad, mad on the floor. A a lunatic. Oh, a lunatic. Because that has a crazy background story also. Apparently people went nuts when they were like for the full moon. Oh, yeah. Did you know that? Like Luna. I kind of knew. Lunatic. Because loon. I'm going to look it up. I think it was some European maniacs. Well, that's like some weird thing that like my mom says now, you know, like when people are being weird at the store or whatever, she's like, what is it? A full moon out? Yeah. It's like an old, like, uh, I, I want to read the history before the uh, sponsor. It's kind of interesting. This is originally referred mainly to epilepsy and madness as diseases, diseases thought to be caused by the moon. <laughs> The King James Version of the Bible records lunatic in the Gospel of Matthew, which has been interpreted as a reference to epilepsy. Interesting. Imagine getting sick from the moon. That'll be weak. That's kind of a cool idea. Imagine turning into a werewolf or a were-elk and then then Joe Rogan shoots you with an arrow and eats you. (laughs) And he cooks you on the grill and it's very nutritious. He cooks you on his pellet grill and he loves it. (laughs) Oh my god, if you turned into a werewolf and you got cooked on Joe's pellet grill. That's how he would have wanted to go. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. As a podcaster, yeah. if Joe ate you. <laughs> and he bragged about it. Welcome back to Game Heart Podcast, part two of today's episode. Frank, what episode is this? 
Nobody knows. All we know. Um, I think it's. If you have a list or anything you want to say, or you are one Irish fan, please write to us at theeatenheartpod at gmail. Oh, this is eighteen. Love to hear from you. Eighteen. Hi, it's a great number. Yeah. Hi. Good luck. Eighteen yeah, hearts. So Eaten. Eighteen hearts. And eighteen birdies. If you're a golfer, it's a cool golf app. Check it out. Highly recommend. Oh, speaking speaking of chai, before you get into your thing, speaking of chai and Hebrew words, I guess something funny happened today, for of a interesting Hebrew word. I was at work. This girl was on the elevator. She just like, all oh, these two kids went missing in like at like Lex and thirty something. I said, oh really? Like who? It's it just like an alert you got, and the alert just said two kids missing. What's a what's a yarmulke? <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Yeah, like it just like yarmulke." Because I I remember it took me years. Like I didn't know until I was like twenty five years old what that word looked like on paper. Yarmulke. Yeah, sure and I was so confused. <laughs> and she was just she was laughing her ass off once I said that's what it was. was... Yeah, you were so off. That's interesting, what too, is, um, not to get into that topic, which I won't. Yes, well, Frank? I've always been curious about the two different spellings of Hanukkah. Oh. I think that I don't think that's, like, a real – there's nothing really to say about it. I think just because the, there's a Hebrew letter there's that makes two. the – well, there's a Hebrew uh, letter that makes the, like, ch sound, and that's technically right. But then I guess when they first brought it to English, someone just put it with an H – and then probably later, some guy's like, no, it needs to have the CH. <laughs> okay. But I, I don't know. That but I sense. feel like that's all it is. Well, Frankie just yeah. led me into the exact topic I tried to avoid, <laughs> which is perfect. Thank you. So <laughs> the meaning and the interesting areas are, is that in Judaism, there's two main areas, Ashkenazi and Sephardic, and they have different pronunciations of the words. And when it was written in English, they have different versions of how it should be written. I don't think that's the Hanukkah mm. example. No. But this is similar to other languages. Like in Chinese, I think they've changed how they Englishify it. So there's right. certain versions, like they might write it like certain letters would switch, like Peking and Beijing or like how they pick, like pick different letter combinations. Which I think like, is I see. I've thought about that before. Like in Hebrew, they have, there, you know, there's certain letters that we don't have the sound of, like... Hebrew, there's a letter that goes like, like we don't have that. Oh, like, you led me to my next point perfectly again. Well done. <laughs> like in uh, Chinese names, I don't know if they're the same, but my hypothesis, like in an older version of the spelling, you might have like song, like the sound, like T-S. Yeah. yeah. Like Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat. That name might be written now like song. Like S O N G, like song, yeah. you know, and it's the same word, but it's spelled differently, perhaps to make it easier for us, crack ass motherfuckers, as we're known. Well, it's also like if you didn't have a, <laughs> if you don't have a letter for it, then people aren't going to be able to read it. Are you yeah. good at like mimicking these other language like sounds? Probably not. I don't. I don't really know any other languages. I think it's the kind of thing like if you didn't learn it when you were a kid, it's almost impossible yeah. to do. It's like it is. You should teach your kids like other languages. Not that this is a PSA, but there's no reason not to. And they could probably pick it up so easy. Very easy. Like yeah. if I could go to another country and like chill, that'd be great. 
but it seems like too much work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a lot of work. Learning a language which... is very hard for me. I was never yeah, good I, at it. I don't even know if I tried, but I always think like, oh, that'd be cool if I do that in my free time, but I won't because I know it will take forever and I'll be pissed. Because yeah. as a kid, you're already learning a language. So learning two isn't really, it's not more work really. You're just, you're just learning. Yeah. It's like a disgrace because my, my like, pick it up. my mom and her parents like speak French and to each other, but they never did to us. And we're wow. like... And then, like, my grandpa, the other side, who's, like, from New York, like, his whole life, is just like, why didn't you teach anybody? Why didn't you teach them French? That was stupid. You could have just talked in the house. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right in this situation. He's 100% right. He was just white and didn't have any other languages to teach us, but he knew. Yeah, some people <laughs> definitely have a knack for it later in yeah, life. But basically, when you're a kid, you should be put in a a camp where you're forced to concentrate on learning as many things as possible. <laughs> well, now they have like the, they have the, there are people Boy. that like put their kids in Chinese camp and shit. There's like, are you serious? Are you serious? Like no, there's like a, put their kid in like a camp where they have a, a stunt Chinese mother who forces dude, them to well, learn how to play. Well, piano. I don't know. It's not like that. It's just, um, sounds great. You learn Chinese. There's one like, on... they're intermittently putting camps. Yeah, <laughs> there's one on uh like where it used to be on Old Country Road in Plainview. There was like a Chinese center thing, and it had like sponsors. Yeah. It was like sponsored by the New York Islanders and like Cablevision or something. Like it's yeah, what's no that guy's knew. name? Charles oh, Wang. oh, Charles Wang or Wong? Yeah, Wong. Rest Which in means peace, King. I believe in Chinese. I believe. Yeah, there was just it was just. There was no explanation for it. We were just like, it's a Chinese school. <laughs> it's a Chinese school right there. See, yeah. I, we knew, like, my uncle knew this guy who sent his kids there. That's the only reason I knew what it was. And then he would be like, they asked him why. And the guy would be like, because one day they're going to take over. And this was like 10, 15 years ago. Like, now this guy's looking smart. <laughs> this guy knew. The wild thing watching is, conspiracy though, China has hundreds of languages that are spoken well, there. Every, like, a lot of countries have that. Like, in Europe, there's so many dialects that it's, like, it, apparently in the Netherlands and stuff, if you drive, like, 30 minutes, you can't even understand other people. There's a documentary on YouTube, actually, about people who live on this island in North Carolina that have such a crazy dialect of English, you can almost barely understand them. Yeah, like I don't understand how that or happens. Or a, uh... It's like, like yeah, like it's, it's kind of like Cajun-ish. Yeah. yeah, that's like the right idea, but it's its its own thing even. That's crazy. Because they say that about like if you went to – if you speak like Spanish and you go to like any of the islands or Mexico, in theory, you wouldn't know what they were saying. Yeah. Like if you I were from Spain, in... like if you were Christopher Columbus, like a oh. white Spain guy. That makes sense to me. I mean, they're completely, they're so far away. I know. But we would never know the difference. Everybody just starts saying nasty all the time. They're like, oh, man, how was dinner? Oh, it was nasty. And they're like, oh, man, how was your date? Oh, shit, it was nasty. And it was like, it was people. wicked. It's really yeah. wicked. I guess it makes it's sense. If you, like, learned oh, English, story about that. you knew English pretty well. And then, like, you came to America and people, and you were just hearing slang, you'd be like, what the fuck? I'm sure every language has that, but. 
when I was in Japan, we famously said lots of horrible <laughs> slang, which made us look like fools. But speaking of slang, recently at the office, back when we used to have offices, there was a guy who had a daughter recently. So I asked Wasn't him. Wasn't that recent? Yeah, recent. <laughs> so I asked him, how's your daughter doing? And he says, oh, she's ill. And my first thought was like skateboarding ill. My response was like about to, my first thought was like, oh, that's sick. <laughs> that's oh, disease, sick? bro. That's disease. Oh, man. How's your daughter? Oh, she's ill. Nice. She's cancerous. Yeah. 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 You she's just take it up a notch. She's a tumor. She's a vegetable. <laughs> Do you know there's a line in the Michael Jackson song where he's saying, you're a vegetable? No. Know. You're a vegetable. She's malignant, yo. Malignant. <laughs> Malig. Maliggy. Maliggy. That's Wait, funny. so how, how did this pan out? Oh, like, before I opened my mouth, I, I realized yeah, you that realize. I was about to, like, that I completely missed, like, my instinct was like, bro, like, but I was wrong. Think about, like, like all sick. the levels. Yeah, all the levels of that, where it was like, <laughs> so was like, so saying something that's awesome was is sick. Like, it used to be cool, then it was awesome, then it was, like, radical, I guess. Like, extreme, and then eventually it became sick. Now sick is, like, old as fuck. Then it was ill. Then yeah, it was na- then sick. it's like nasty, bad, and then like eventually it was bad. It's like that's bad. Like, yeah, but like talk. bad might be the worst one. It's like yeah, literally it's the word that means the opposite of what you're trying to say. It's just yeah. clown life, basically. I don't, I don't know, know what, what to use now. There's a lot. I mean, I feel like now, now I, I use know. them all jokingly. I'll just pick yeah. one of like life's joke ones, depending well, on the, how, the context. That's how. Our group of friends started using ham. I feel like we were like making fun of it, and then it just became so regular. Yeah, yeah, that happens with a lot of things. It's a quick ham. 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 I can't believe they went with that. It was great. It's stuck. People still say like because even with other people, I say ham sometimes. Like it slips, and and everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think everyone gets it. He went hard. TM. What are we talking about? We're talking about. We're talking about slang, slang and languages. Different languages. Oh yeah, yeah. But you have to like fall in love with a country so much or have some connection because then it's like, unless you like the language in and of itself, you know, like. No, you got Certain do, languages are like limited both. to a very limited use, so it's like unless you're gonna if dive you're like into a, it for work or something. If you're like the all the language teachers and like high school and middle school they all like lived in those countries like they fell in love with traveling and then they learned the language and then they lived there learning spanish would be yeah. obviously useful i would say yeah I, I like the way our friend drew learned spanish he just worked at a diner he got taught by the guys who work there i think that's Actually, genius instead of taking classes you could just get like you should just make Every your kid. Every job in the country, probably. Yeah, just make your kid. a Spanish girl. Yeah. Well, he eventually ended up spending a lot of time in other countries because he already yeah. knew Spanish. Yeah. Learning Chinese Back is cool, though, because the, uh, like, the kanji is a very different like kind of thing. If you're into like learning flashcards, I guess. Well, you can, I some people are. If you're into that type of learning. Some people are into like any of that stuff. It's crazy. Like on another like, level that I down. never understood. Yeah. 
there's competitions in that too. We were talking about the uh, Rubik's Cube competitions and like the autistic Olympics of sorts. There's another category where it's about memory and it's like competitions to see how much you could memorize. And there's these techniques. One is called like a memory palace. And like the way to remember things is you kind of like connect it with like a location and like a scene or something. And they have a contest to see how many things you could remember in a certain amount of time. And like the record's ridiculous. But the technique to do it works. It's just we never taught this technique. What's the technique? I'll look it up while you guys talk. I'll tell everybody. Well, this, yeah, this. There That's we part of like the, the worst test. shit. Oh, like, I always thought, like, oh, why do you memorize this? Uh, you have to memorize this. Uh, what's it called? License plate. I can't even. Yeah, you, have to, you have to look at a picture and then for 15 minutes and then they just ask you like what was the numbers on the license plate what was what did it say on the deli or whatever but it's kind of obvious what they what you need to remember in that scenario it's like anything that's words or numbers you just yeah try to remember it i think that's a big part of the iq test is like they say a bunch of numbers and you got to say them back in order or like in reverse order Basically, it actually, it's called, if you look on Wikipedia, it's called method of loci. Loci meaning like places, I guess, like from the Latin location kind of. So they have a picture of Cicero and it says strategy of memory enhancement, which uses visualizations of familiar spatial environments in order to enhance and recall the information. I guess it would be as if you're like, like imagining you're walking through your house and the things you're trying to remember are like, you know, something as you walk in and something in your living room, sitting on the couch. And yeah, I guess it makes but sense. It's been proven to work. And it's been around apparently since ancient Greece. Since Cicero. Since Cicero. I don't know the method, but but like... Um, I'm trying to like read and find an example of like, it. The method of madness? That's how it works for me. Like I could remember things I remember. I'd know exactly where I was at the time. It's just clear. Yeah, it's like you're walking around your house. Like I can remember moments of, I've been listening to this old podcast I used to listen to like 10 years ago. And, and when I hear certain things, I like remember exactly where on the bike trail I was. And like, that happens to me with podcasts a lot. If I listen to old episodes. Yeah. I guess you have to be like present, like fully present in that moment. It, you might not realize it. Just things I heard firsthand usually come back to me pretty easily. I'm also good but at remembering then, like, locations. I'm trying to, yeah. Like if you walk somewhere, can you easily like walk back? Like if you're I traveling like... and you go like walk through a city or something. Yeah, if you think about it, it does work. Like if you're in a foreign city, you're like, where the hell am I? But then like once you do it, you usually can get back to where you were. And then some people sometimes camp. some people camp for their lives. Yeah, some people are a disaster, I guess. It's one of your RPG skills you picked before you were born. And then some people, some people like think they're the only ones that can do it. We have a friend like that. He just thinks he's the only one with a sense of direction. And then you just like talk shit to everybody, even though everyone <laughs> understands the same. I have like famously, uh, famously, but like claimed to have a good sense of direction. But then when you do you're often put to the test and then the yeah. pressure, the pressure of having I've to live up to too. it 
is very stressful. <laughs> the fact that yeah, like, oh, yeah, I have you, to like, you, you can know, blow it. Everyone blows it sometimes. Everybody blows yeah, it. Sometimes. I, I only know things that I've done many, many times. Like but when I drive tell. from New York to Virginia, I don't need like a GPS or anything, but that's pretty straightforward. But I've also been doing it since I was like a young kid. I heard this as a, a st- like, I'm not saying this, so don't say I'm sexist, but like, I don't even know if it is a sexist thing, but I think <laughs> there's I mean, like it's a not study. Sexist, but I think I no, agree. no, well, what I'm about to, the way I'm about to phrase it. Um, apparently, like, it's shown that women will say, like, go to this, like, site and turn. So it'd be like, go to the bagel store and. And then go to, right. and then follow it to the whatever. And men will say, go north, west, you know, et cetera. Right. I've heard that right. too. I've heard that too. They had like men and women walk around a, uh, like a hedge maze, I think it was. And they said that like women would call out landmarks. Right. Landmarks like, was the word I was looking for, I guess. Right, to me, it's like a general <laughs> direction. I feel like with me, it's a general direction, not so much landmarks. Like, I kind of have a gist of, like, yeah, that way. Me too. I think I had to, like, develop that as I got older, but I definitely think about it like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, this town is east of this town, so if I just keep – and then usually, when you think about it like that, when you're driving or walking, you, like, can look up and you're like, all right, I know I have to go this way and this way, so I'll, I'll find something I know eventually. Yeah. Well, that's how the highways are labeled, even. Yeah. You know, where you realize, like, this town. And you know, when we started driving, when we started driving, it was like they had the, when we first, when we were like, first couple years of driving, they had like the primitive GPSs. So, like, on long trips, you might have it. But then, a garment. I realized, like, one day, yeah, I realized, like, oh, yeah, these signs, like, actually, like, say something like if you if you just give your kid the gps and they're never gonna figure out that the signs actually mean something it sounds stupid but like i remember driving and just being like oh yeah if i go to this thing it takes me east to this place you'll eventually find your way is that work right now i'm in like a new area so like i'm just following the gps but occasionally i look up and i'm like oh that I remember this from yesterday, but I don't remember how I got here at all because I'm just looking at the yeah. GPS. Yeah. I think it's a very dangerous, like you can extrapolate it out because like the idea that I use the GPS to go places that I kind of know how to get to. And I think that's yeah. common. And then like, in theory, you kind of like aren't really paying attention to real life anymore. Yeah. And it's like, if you apply that to like so- the social atmosphere, the social environment and everything else, by having the phone, you know, kind of like, it's like when you're in the city and somebody's leading and you're just kind of walking aimlessly, not paying attention. Like the phone is that person leading you. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, oh, look over here. Oh, look over here. Yeah. Oh, look over here. But you're not really paying attention where you're going. But the phone knows think, where you're going. Yeah. Going I still think Jeff's that's going to fucking blowhole. That's where you're going. <laughs> It'd be a good movie or, or a real life event like a, a 60 minutes where it actually happened or a dateline where it actually happened. or just like someone's following the GPS and then, and then like it just takes them to nowhere and then someone kills them. Yeah. That, or I had That's a what I always think is theory in the car. Somebody's I hate like, not knowing where I'm going. Like if the GPS is just telling me, I'm like, I don't believe you. Let me Sometimes look at the it tells map you to get least. off randomly and it's like, did I put in the wrong address? <laughs> Am I blowing it? Sometimes it you're still on like... the highway and it's like, 
one minute away and you're like what are you even talking about we're on the highway <laughs> mine is like tells me like to get off and spanish harlem and it's like this doesn't seem like where i'm going what is it what, what is it what does it know that i don't know what am i doing here it's like, oh, you're actually going to now be in the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Congratulations. It's just like, why are you leading the, the parade. Puerto Rican Day Parade? <laughs> and it's just like, where the fuck am I? And it's just like the cops kind of know you're coming and they let you in. And it's just like, oh, fuck. I just yeah, happen. they give you a flag to put not, on your car. Yeah, not this again. God damn it. <laughs> It'd be a great like April Fool's Day prank. They'll just like pick random people. The next punk, they'll just like it drives you somewhere ridiculous. <laughs> it's a great punk. You're leading the Puerto Rican day. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> you don't even realize what's happening. <laughs> parades in general. How do you feel? I, oh, God. Yeah, parades in general them. is a great topic. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been the one in years, but like the idea of a parade is just one of the worst things ever in my mind. I like, just like out of tradition, I like watching the Macy's Day Parade on Thanksgiving. On TV. On TV. I would never fucking go to that shit. Yeah, like... That's Maybe if you topic. had a People good spot. People who go to those kind of things. Like, even you, the, even you can have drop. opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's even worse. I don't well, even know how well, that's That's the possible. ultimate example. You're just peeing well, you, on yourself. You remember when we went to... Brian, your old apartment. I don't know if you live there at this point, but... I lived there we for one to, New yeah. Year's, and it was a shit show. We were going to... I remember going to Zach's. Yeah, when he lived there. And I showed up in the city at like 9... And I couldn't get to his apartment because it was blocked off. But you can't see the ball from his apartment. People were just standing in the street in yeah, areas that you can't even off. can't even see the ball. It doesn't like I don't get what those people are doing. And you can't even like go anywhere to pee. And you got to get there early to get a good spot. So I'm like, like you can't leave morning, to yeah. pee. So it's like, what? What are you doing? Not people are just peeing on themselves. It's freezing out. Anybody's they bubble either. Be. When I first saw the ball drop, I was so disappointed. I thought it was like this, like, it's not even in no, free fall. It's so slow. It's yeah. slow, yeah. I think it goes I, I saw off it, like I was an like, hour. That's it? That's it? That's what everyone's going crazy about? I thought like if, they, if they show. drop the ball out of a, like, a plane or something and hit the ground and blew up, that'd be cool. But, like, I don't know. I remember when we went to the city on New Year's, but like didn't go near there and took the subway and it skipped that stop. That was so yeah. good. It just like went right by it. Yeah. <laughs> and we we're like, oh, now other we're... apartment. Right? Yeah. When we went up, we went uptown and it just skipped right over Times Square and it was like chill. Like the train was chill as hell. We like barely saw anybody until we got to Penn. That was amazing. Well, yeah. When you go to, if you go uptown or whatever, it's just, yeah. I guess. I guess there's it's people that are up there, but yeah, it's just people that would have been there anyway. If you were gonna yeah. have a cool parade, what would be in your cool parade? Because I am also I, I don't I, get parades. I don't I'm like. Get, I, I can't imagine what you would put on a float that would be so cool that I would be like, I have to stand here and wait till it drives by. Like can't. the gay pride parade, I'm sure it's fun, but like, it's fine you that you're gay. Gays on a float. Yeah, it's like, like I, I support. Funny. Yeah, I mean, it's like I support it, but I don't want to go to a like. A parade about that it. to me is a whole different <laughs> thing i guess actually if you think about it the parade is just like a reason to get everybody with a certain together. common interest together yeah. and then the parade happens and then afterwards everybody gets drunk and has sex or gets drunk and eats puerto rican food or 
gets drunk and I don't know. I guess it's just no, gets reason. drunk and has well, then, sex like, is the... definitely the end of all of them, except for the St. Patrick's Day parade. Well, the local parade. <laughs> drunk and fall asleep. The Whiskey local day. parades were like little league people, like little league and like the firemen, and then you have yes. sex. Well, I was gonna <laughs> yeah, say I prefer. Sex, I don't know. I prefer like a local parade to a big thing. Yeah, well, that's. I guess I could you watch could a local parade for like a half hour. The local yeah. parade also just makes me feel bad because it's like you get that, a little like, flag. Yeah, you get a little flag. <laughs> yeah, you put in people's the real estate agents put in people's lawn. Yeah. Why is that yeah. a phenomenon? I remember when those first showed up when I was a kid. And I was like, "Oh my god, where we get this flag? This is awesome. This is a great little flag. Wow, this is so cool." I was so pumped about it. Oh man, it makes me wish I we had a real community again. On July third, and there was like four old people going down this block and just putting American flags onto every into everybody's lawn. Isn't and it funny that that's I, like a racist, offensive thing to do these days? Put a flag. Like, I feel like stopped. <laughs> I feel like it's offensive because you're fucking up people's lawns. This is burning. I was, I was just thinking, thinking like lawn. they better have, they better have approval to just be sticking these flags in these people's lawns. You just assaulted like, my lawn. <laughs> I've been doing a lawn experiment that's gone horribly wrong. I didn't want to tell anybody about it. I'm trying to grow a small oh, lawn in my do. bedroom, and it, it didn't. Go <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> weed. It's not weed, but uh, take take one is currently it's a mold garden. <laughs> the grass did not sprout, but I have a great mold culture. Probably not. These are things you Good. can do with Eric gone. Fuck with plants. I'm gonna grow a lawn in my basement to practice putting. It'd be great if you grew a lawn in your basement, then you just It'd had be- allergies indoors. <laughs> you just have like dandelion seeds blowing around the kitchen, like. Fucking damn it. We're spraying like weed be gone in the grout. Whole house just gets infested. I guess that's what happens. I've been looking at houses upstate lately and it's great that like some of them like it makes sense that like this is where horror movies come from. If I had a horror yeah. movie budget, I'd buy a scary shit house upstate and we'd make a horror movie out of it. But then I also yeah, I mean, thought it's like Scooby-Doo. Maybe they make all these horror movies so nobody buys these cheap houses. So then the rich elite buy them at a low price and flip them. The horror movies are just the Scooby-Doo of the modern age. Trying to scare people away from the money. Conspiracy. Probably right. Nothing's going to happen to you in the woods. In a house. Well, one of the houses I saw is actually on the Appalachian Trail. So I thought you'd get like hikers hiking by and you could yell at them you did you do i was watching like people hike the appalachian trail on youtube and like <clears throat> certain towns someone will have a sign on their yard that says hikers can use our pool and shit like that which is pretty That's cool pretty cool i hope i have a little lemonade yeah. stand or something it's right on the yeah. strip like i think they would walk kind of through your not like your property but it's like your your earth your front yard per se <laughs> kind of yeah. yeah exactly that's cool. Yeah, it's a pretty cool spot. That, it's very like secluded spot. Zach lives kind of close to the Appalachian Trail, right up there. Yeah, he does. It's all I've been looking all in that general neighborhood. I want land. I want to be able to mow a lawn. Mm. Mowing. Yeah, me too. I, I've actually been getting pissed when I see a shitty house, like <laughs> like a small house that is just like in shambles. 
because I'm just thinking like I could own this house. Like I don't have a house. I want a house. You should take care of your house. This could yeah, be my seriously. house and it would be taken care of. Yeah, I feel like we're at that age now. I feel like I want to have like a have a castle. You know now how like uh, all the houses are the ho- the housing market's like all fucked up because everyone's just trying to move get houses before school starts. Yeah, I guess this is the craziest time for buying a house. Apparently, it's like crazy. It's also interesting though because it's like next year is not even going to be like a year of school. It's going to be a disaster. Yeah, so but they I'm don't sure. know for sure. But I guess people want the houses the anyway. In the system, and she's just like, you know. I think she's 65 and she's like, I don't want to go to school with these kids. And it's like K through six are going to go to school every day. And it's like, those are the kids who always get the whole family sick. You know, yeah. they're like blowing their nose in each other's faces. <laughs> like, yeah, at the regularly. same time. Yeah. At the same time, you're like, oh, I guess every year this happens though. So maybe it's okay. <laughs> every year everybody gets sick. Yeah. The kids always get everybody sick. I think it's like a family, you know, a classic family thing that happened the kid comes home from school gets sick and then everybody in the family one by one gets sick and then they go to work and get everybody else sick yeah they go to work and go don't go near me i'm sick you get sick with your brother you stay home you watch little bear oh little Bear. that's what i remember watching like sick shows wasn't even yeah it wasn't even good shows it was like nick jr when you were too old for it yeah. Or then when you were in high school, you could watch like Price is Right. Or, like, I remember I stayed home sick in high school and there was like this dating show where they're like, <laughs> it was like their ex, they're like exes were in the ear of, it'd be like a guy dating a oh, new yeah. girl and his two ex-girlfriends were on the, on the, like in the new woman's ear and they were like talking shit about him. And then the oh, end, God. the last round would be the hot tub. And like there was often nudity, and I only ever saw that when I was sick. It was on at like ten in the morning. Yeah. Speaking of nudity, the whole the big <laughs> thing was that you'd have a sleepover party, and then you would stay up late and watch True Sex. I think it was called on HBO. Do you recall this? Real sex. Real sex. That's what it's called. I yeah, I never HBO. did it at a sleepover, but I know that it's because oh, I never had HBO, so that was the only ticket. I could never watch. I never watched that show, but I just like I know what it is. I only, yeah, I never watched that either. But like, it's I like saw, not like, it's... the Howard Stearns when it was on VH1. Yes, he'd have girls. He was on, on E. Yeah, E. That was insane. I was just like bored out nudity, but it was like insane. I feel like I saw one where like people were just farting and burping in girls' faces and like <laughs> I don't even know. Probably. Is unbelievable. Yeah, I, I didn't even had listen. One of those uh like <laughs> late awful. night late night sleepovers. It was in fifth grade. And I remember that's when I learned about jerking off. Actually, Steve for Signal told us all about it. I <laughs> what really I learned about what... it, the guy was mad. This kid was mad. <laughs> like the fact that he figured this out, he was like, he was a mad scientist. He was like yeah. going crazy about it, trying to like tell me and my friend about it. We're just like, dude, because we were like a few years younger than him, I think, probably even like a year. I was like, this kid's out of his mind. <laughs> what the fuck I'm talking about? It's he funny, like, thought it was the greatest that... thing ever. I couldn't believe like, his like discovery. Like, I was thinking about my first tactic when I first started. <laughs> and it was like, I had like, there were these three girls in my grade that 
were friends. Oh boy. Oh boy. And then, like, I would start with the, what I thought was the ugliest one. And then halfway through, I'd switch to the second one. And then when I was almost done, I would switch to the third one. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> you say you switch. Did, did, did you In my mind, out? yeah. Did you pull out? Of course. And you know what the best part is? The, the, <laughs> the two slot and the three slot were interchangeable. I would change them up. But the one stayed the same. Interesting. Very interesting. But I just think that's a hilarious tactic for like an eighth grader to do. Like, these are the three girls I know. This is their order of hotness. I'm going to end on the hottest one. I had a great tactic. It didn't go well. I tried to print porn on shrinky dink paper <laughs> so that I could have more porn in a smaller amount of well, size. That's a great tactic. I'm not sure if it's effective, <laughs> it did not but it's work. a good idea. <laughs> it did not in work. theory, it's brilliant. In practice, yeah. well, in theory, it seemed like it wasn't going to work, but porn I... on a shrinky dink. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, well, like I'm impressed that a kid thought of that at least. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, the, the backup the backup is that I made a collage of my favorite pieces in, in Microsoft Paint and printed it. So I would have like more bang for your buck, 8 by 11 Because I had to but print it, was... it while nobody was in the house. So I was going to like, oh, I'm going to print one sheet. The Shrinky Ding project was a failure. So we'll do it on regular <laughs> paper. We have one shot. Because then I the had the Shrinky was... Ding. You had to print it. You had to put it in the toaster. Hope nobody came home. What you making? Nothing. Making... <laughs> The Tricky resolution eggs. is so poor, I'm sure. You probably use the whole thing of ink, too. The thing is, is that the, the ink wouldn't stick to the Shrinky Dink paper. I think they actually sell Shrinky Dink paper. I looked into this later. That you could put through a printer. But at oh. the time, it would just beat up. And I was like, oh, I could use, like, the glossy paint option. Oh, I don't know. We could set it to default or draft. Or we could do, you know, photo quality. And I just try it again just to see if I could pull it off. That was my tactic. Yeah, I don't know if I had a tactic. I just remember <laughs> the computer tactic. was never available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family well, computer. That's... Yeah, you had a. I needed like computer. a half day. There was only like one or two a year. I know. Oh, <laughs> that was oh, it. The half day was amazing. Wow, yeah, the half day, I would get day. Domino's and attempt to watch. Like that would be my attempt to download things. I guess. I think it's crazy. That, but it was literally was like, like once cool. a year. It was like the last day of school and like. There was usually a day in the middle of the year. Yeah. There was like three half days a year. Back then, the websites were so bad that like... Yeah, it was a disaster. You could get a pop-up like five minutes after you exited out of the website. Yes, yes. You could get a pop-up like... Anytime. The, no, really? If you went to the website, you, you would get a pop-up every five minutes for the next... Until Ever. like... Yeah, until you throw the computer out. Yes. Until you threw the computer out. You have a new toolbar... You Every had to five minutes. Smash. <laughs> you had to smash I just remember like, seeing the like whatever. I don't remember what browser we use. Maybe Internet Explorer or whatever. Yeah, the but like bars. at the top, at the top of the like, you would have the address bar and the toolbar, and then like over time, like your web page was so small because more yeah. and more at the top would just be taken up by toolbars, and no one knew how to yeah. stop it. <laughs> it was like my mom once asked me, like, "Oh, how do I like?" Like, I don't know something stupid like how do I like change my de- not even this but like how do I change my default browser I'm like oh you go into settings oh my god there's so many toolbars and I flipped out I like lost my mind I was like how are you breathing with this many toolbars like 
even recently that happened to me like on a new computer my like dad had like all these like now they're not like in toolbar form they are in toolbar form but like it's not the traditional virus we're used to which is like in google chrome or whatever weather and i just kept forgetting how to get rid of it and i was like how are you doing this what if we put everybody i know programmed a toolbar in prison yeah we should but that help every time i look at my mom's phone there's like a hundred notifications. Oh yeah, it's like how do you live? And I always clear them out. And then I see it three days later and I clear it out again. And it's like this is insane. I remember Goose like, had how, a good How take. does she even ever like she responds no. to my texts? How do you like, know? I just texted you that I'm dying right now. How do you know? <laughs> Goose said that like he went to fix his mom's computer once or whatever, and then he pulls it up, he's like, desktop with all the files is just a disgrace oh yeah one time and my then, mom like put the screen upside down i'm like what the fuck did you prep you're afraid to click save as and you somehow flip the screen upside down like how do you manage these like i couldn't believe the things that would happen goose was like it's crazy goose said that what his parents his parents say oh yeah you only know this because you grew up with it he's like no he's like there's no reason why if you if you got this for the first time when you were 35 years old that you could have figured it out yeah. if i was 35 <laughs> i would figure it out i always think it's yeah. like it's everything it's is in english it's all in like one word caveman language it's like open uh, save uh, insert oh okay like what are you trying to do do you want to insert a picture i don't know Crazy thought. Oh, whoops. I accidentally, like, God only knows what. Turned my fucking face inside out. Like, how do you manage that? Oh, my it's God. like at work. Undo. At, at my old yeah, work, undo. there was, like, most people do? had two monitors. Undo. There's no do button. Where's the do button? <laughs> Mountain Dew. <laughs> my old work, like, most people had two monitors, and this woman that was, like, very illiterate to computers, I guess, they're like, oh, you should get a second monitor. And she's like, no, because then, like, I won't be able to control it. Don't you need two mouses? <laughs> And we're just like, <laughs> so how do you like know mice. how you're controlling you which screen? Mice. Yeah. Like, how do you know which screen you're controlling? Or like, you know how like when you look from left to right, that's literally all you do. <laughs> <laughs> like when you look to your right, how does your left eyeball know to come with it? <laughs> I guess. I people get, a- get away with like, like I was playing EverQuest last night and we were raiding which is like you have 24 people and you're all like trying to kill this thing. And like they were trying to talk to this one guy and he's, he would only respond like every two minutes. And he's like, Oh, sorry, I'm at work right now. And it's like, that's how he can get away with that. Cause yeah, you're like, playing the game. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, everybody, right. thank you for coming to this week's installment of the Eaton heart podcast. Write to us at the Eaton heart pod at gmail.com. Any final remarks? Yeah. Yeah, Not really. I think we said it. Nasty. That episode was. This is nasty. Was bad and dirty. Oh, it was down. It was disgusting and filthy. Raw. It was. It was. Uh. It was was sexy. It was mad. It was, it was teased out. It was like a Liberty Spike hairdo, all green. Eating hard.
Eaten hard. The Eaten Hard. The Eaten Hard.